And our guest right now is Lane Glenn, president of Northern Essex Community College. And Lane, thanks for coming by. And uh, I guess we treated you well the last time here, yeah, right? Certainly did, Wayne. It's uh, great to be here. Thanks. Well, it's it's nice to have you here. And and um, you know, we've had a lot of stories. We had a story in the news today about stuff happening at at the uh, IHUB uh, in downtown Haverhill. But uh, this, gosh. Um, We've had a lot of stories about things happening in Northern Essex. You had uh, an event taking place on on uh, Monday night, and that was, I think, Team Haverhill. Yeah, Possible Dreams, Possible. absolutely, yes. That's we host it. that every year, happy to do that. And, yeah, there's always something happening on campus and in the community, and sometimes with the iHub. Tom O'Donnell and UMass Lowell downtown Haverhill have been just wonderful partners. Yeah, and uh, that's right. And uh, last night, uh, Tuesday night, you had uh, Dan Blair with the Athletic Open House. We, uh, we've been expanding athletics for a couple of years now. You know, our athletes are some of our most successful students all the way around. We have a long tradition at Northern Essex of some successful teams, and, yeah, happy to be doing that. Yeah, I was very happy to see that uh, one of the players uh, got drafted, baseball players. We've had a few who have been taken up that way, playing with different professional sports teams. Our baseball team is particularly well-known for its success, and, you know, we've had some successful track stars, basketball players, uh, you know, all the way around. Very happy about that. Yeah. And uh, are, are you going to uh, try out for the e-sports team? <laughs> <laughs> you know, year, years ago, I probably would have if I, when I was in college. These days, I, I don't think my thumbs move as fast as most of our students do. But e-sports is a big, big deal. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> but I guess I, it, can, it can. It's competitive. That's uh, it that's what they say, and that's what I say about golf too. You know, you don't have to be an athlete to to be a golfer, but uh, golf can be very competitive. Uh, golf is trickier than most people think it is if they haven't tried it. Um, it uh, it's not fast-moving enough for me personally, but uh, I've been out there a few times. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, a couple of things are, are going to be happening at uh, at Northern Essex Community College, and uh, and one of them uh, that's going to be coming up is uh, graduation, another class. How, how, many, uh, how many graduations have you been through at Northern Essex? Uh, heading into my 15th. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, uh, yeah. This would be the fifteenth. Uh, there were a great number of them. It's the happiest day of the year for us, right? Every student that crosses that stage has a story to tell, and they're all magnificent. Yeah. So, yep. Coming up in May, um, about a thousand students graduate uh, each year with us. Uh, about a third of those in healthcare fields, and the rest, you know, all over the place. Some of them have spent a lot of time on their degrees. Some of them going on to four-year colleges. A lot of them going right to work. Uh, it's a magnificent day. Yeah, and, and yeah, and some of them uh, have been working all along too, right? I, you betcha. We've got students who are you know full-time employed taking classes with us, and we've got students straight out of high school. We've got students still in high school. We cover the full age range. That's right too. Yeah. How many um, How many high schools? Do you have uh, that program going where they uh, get the college credits? Do you know? Uh, at this point, we're probably up around uh, eight or ten uh, different high schools that we've got various forms of early college going with. Of course, Lawrence and Haverhill, the largest, Amesbury, the longest uh, partner that we've had. Um, over 500 early college students each semester at this point. Wow. And uh, and one of the things that they should be learning when they, when they take these courses uh, is about the affordability of Northern Essex. You know, um, there's, a, there's a road map that I've started to describe for people and, and any parents of pr- prospective college students who are out there. Um, there's a, a way in Massachusetts that you can work your way through beginning with high school, early college course, uh, courses. Uh, many of our students earn up to about a year's worth of college credit while they're in high school, juniors and seniors, taking classes uh, on our campus or at the high school. Then they can connect uh, those credits at Northern Essex for another year, finish an associate's degree, and tap into something called the Mass Grant Plus Scholarship. 
it's not widely known yet, but for more than a year now, the state legislature has put some additional grant money into the Mass Grant Fund so community college students can get uh, whatever's, you know, whatever gap there is between expected family contribution and the cost of their education paid for. And then lastly, there's something called the Commonwealth Commitment. So if those students start at a community college and then go to a state university or UMass, they earn discounts on their tuition, right? So the short version of all this is come talk to us, and we can show you how you can get a bachelor's degree for significantly less than $30,000, the entire thing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is fantastic, yeah. yeah. Or, or, you know, most some of these uh, private colleges are like fifty, sixty thousand 60000 Per year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking 30000 all in win, the whole thing, okay? There are definitely affordable ways if people want to come and talk to us. We can show you how to do it. Yeah, and that's what the uh, financial planner is all about, the financial aid office. Yep, you betcha. Happy to do that. And there's so many, um, so many, uh, uh, you know, four-year schools that are around too. Because, uh, well, you have Lowell, you have Salem State, and and Fitchburg State's not that far away. Not that far away. And in fact, we've brought some of those right onto our campus, right? Recognizing that yes, a lot of our students work. Many of them um, may have some transportation challenges. We partner with Regis College and Cambridge College in the city of Lawrence, and we partner with UMass Lowell and Haverhill. Each of those institutions is present on our campus, and you can earn your associate's degree with Northern Essex, move right into bachelor's degree classes, get a discount on those bachelor's degree classes because of the partnerships that we have with those institutions. So we make it easy, accessible, affordable. You know, Again, come and talk to us, and we can show you some strategies for saving a lot of money and getting those degrees probably a lot quicker. So are those discounts just for community college students? So the, the discounts that we have in place with those institutions are if you take credits with us first. Um, as an example, if you finish your associate's degree at Northern Essex and then move into a Cambridge College degree uh, in the city of Lawrence, you'll save 18% on the cost of their tuition. If you finish your associate's degree with us and then take classes with Regis College in Lawrence, uh, they've discounted their uh, tuition cost in Lawrence by two-thirds of what it would cost you in Weston. It's an amazing arrangement. Wow. Um, with UMass Lowell and downtown Haverhill, we've got degree completion programs in business, criminal justice, psychology. Um, again, I encourage you just come to the campus and talk to us, and, and you know we'll visit with you about what your interests are and show you how you can save a lot of money. Oh, and, and this is the uh, this is the time of year kids are making their decisions, aren't they? It absolutely is, which is uh, one of the reasons I'm happy to be saying all this. Our our uh, registration for uh, fall classes and summer classes opens up in just a couple of weeks, um, and certainly this is the time when people, uh, if they haven't already, uh, are really geared toward uh, what what they may be doing in the fall. Now, with the uh, with the graduates that you have uh, coming up next month. Um, you mentioned uh, a lot were uh, uh, graduating in the healthcare field. Yeah, so we we are very proud that we graduate uh, not only nurses every year, but uh, respiratory therapists, radiologic technicians, um, medical technicians, phlebotomists, everybody who you probably encounter uh, in your first several minutes in a hospital or in a uh, outpatient facility somewhere in the Merrimack Valley, probably has some training from Northern Essex Community College. We're very proud of that. Um, we're also proud to, to mention that uh, at our graduation this year, uh, we have someone coming back to campus as our featured uh, commencement speaker who was a trustee for the college. People in the Merrimack Valley will know her from her time uh, in Amesbury. 
Uh, Rosalind Acosta, Secretary of Labor and Workforce Development, uh, is coming back to speak to our students. Um, this may not be widely known, but uh, Secretary Acosta, a few of her uh, kids have gone to school at Northern Essex Community College. Um, she has uh, roots, uh, not just in the Valley, but uh, specifically at Northern Essex, and we're pleased to welcome her back. Well, as she's uh, you know, dealing with economics all, all the time, uh, it would make sense that they would be saving money by going <laughs> to Northern Essex. Well, Roz, uh, Secretary Acosta knows <laughs> that uh, community colleges are the engines of workforce development here in the Commonwealth. Uh, we are, absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, just uh, just uh, off the top of my head, uh, about, um, because I haven't, uh, maybe I haven't quite looked in the right spot, about how many uh, employees do you have at Northern Essex? Uh, about 800 at this point. That includes our adjunct faculty members, um, so a few hundred full-time, several hundred part-time employees uh, at the institution across both campuses. You know, we're around 5,000 students now. Our Lawrence campus has, has grown significantly over the past several years. Um, and you know we we are proud that uh, the footprint has expanded a bit uh, in the city of Lawrence and soon downtown Haverhill too. Last time I was on your show, I mentioned that uh, coming up very soon we'll be opening the new hospitality and culinary arts institute uh, along the river there in Haverhill. So pleased to be shifting some of our attention downtown. Um, where, by the way, and I don't think I had a chance to mention this last time, um, we'll also be opening up uh, our mass hire office uh, in downtown Haverhill again. It had moved onto our campus for a while. Um, that's the office where people who are seeking jobs or employers who are seeking uh, employees uh, can go to get some assistance. Um, the college will operate that out of our new hospitality and culinary arts uh, in the Heights building that Sal Lapoli is putting together. Yeah. Now, the, uh, the the Lawrence campus, that's in his area that he's over in Lawrence, too, Lapoli, right? We, we do have some space uh, in the Riverwalk uh, yeah. that uh, Sal Lapoli's uh, company operates. Most of our campus is right there downtown, not far from City Hall, Common Street, uh, Lowell, uh, that area. Um, so we've got uh, several buildings there and, and you know, an expanding footprint. Our L. Hefney Health and Technology Center, where we offer all those healthcare care courses, uh, is right downtown in, in Lawrence there. And uh, back to uh, the building in downtown Haverhill, the, the Heights. Um, do you uh, have you had a chance to see that lately? Do you know what is uh, what needs to be done? I have, and it's spectacular. Um, we will be moving uh, ourselves in there in just a couple of weeks. Um, we'll occupy the second and third floors, and uh, the restaurant down on the first floor, the sky bar up on the tenth uh, floor, still coming together. Um, I think your listeners are going to find it's going to become one of their favorite spots in the valley. Um, certainly, the view up on the tenth floor is is going to be unparalleled. Uh, and then in between, there'll be some residences. Uh, you know, people will be able to rent apartments there in the Heights. Um, but uh, the the second and third floors will uh, feature several test kitchens, uh, where we'll be able to offer cooking classes uh, to anybody who wants to take them, um, as well as some credit classes for students enrolled in certificate culinary programs. Um, and for those uh, small business entrepreneurs out there, maybe uh, making a hot sauce or something in your basement, um, we'll have uh, test kitchens that uh, we'll be able to rent to entrepreneurs as well. Yeah, okay, yeah, test kitchens or, or the, uh, the certified so they could actually make it in those kitchens? Absolutely, right. Okay. right. And then they can uh, they can bottle it and, and sell it. A lot of businesses uh, start out that way and you know need a need a space to grow. Um, so we'll uh, the details are still coming together, but uh, soon we'll be able to share with the community what our plans are for maybe offering some technical assistance to entrepreneurs and giving them some space to do that. We're very excited about that. That's right. That could be another class that you have. So you have all these entrepreneurs with these uh, these great ideas and products to make, and then you could have somebody teach them on 
how to sell them. Yeah, it, you know, uh, large businesses and organizations tend to get a lot of uh, attention in the headlines, but the reality for most Americans is small businesses still where, um, you know, where employment is, where growth is. Uh, here in the Merrimack Valley, we're fortunate. Uh, I don't know if you've had her on your show recently, but uh, Senator Diana DiZaglio, of course, is uh, chairing the Small Business uh, Committee for the uh, legislature and has uh, uh, introduced a new bill uh, that will uh, provide a lot of benefits to those small business owners and a lot of training opportunities and, and you know, stimulants for small business growth, um, some of which uh, I think will, the, the, the folks who access our test kitchens uh, in the Heights, for example, will find quite helpful. That's right. Yeah, she was on, and and uh, she said that we we gave her an idea. She uh, uh, Tim Coco was talking with her, and uh, he gave her the. She said a small business is uh, uh, considered to be under 500 employees. Well, we couldn't fit 500 people in here, <laughs> let alone where would they park? But. Uh, uh, so uh, he gave her the idea of micro businesses. Oh, that's where she got that. Yeah, yeah. that was a great idea. She she uh, presented the new bill uh, for our Lawrence Partnership Board of Directors recently, and that micro business category was something that we were really drawn toward because, of course, in Lawrence, in Haverhill, and most of the communities here in the valley, um, that's exactly what people experience, right? 500 is a large business, not a small business. Maybe the federal government prefers to think of a small business that way, but locally it means something quite different. That's right, even 25. Uh, so so maybe uh, we could give her another idea. Um, here at WHAV, we don't, have, uh, we don't have 25 people, don't have room for that, don't have the desk space. But uh, uh, maybe we could uh, do a... A mini micro business for those ten or less, <laughs> <laughs> or, or for two or three here in the sound booth. <laughs> that could be done. Yeah, <laughs> good for Tim. I mean, Tim Coco, of course, a business leader in this community, and you know, brilliant, creative uh, uh, fellow. Uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that he's the one who came up with that idea. We're we're very fortunate to have Tim to have WHAV here in the community. Oh, it was. Uh, uh, well, you. Uh, you may have been around when the uh, when the uh, WHAV disappeared from the airwaves. You were here for that, yes. And what a huge outcry there was! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, where am I going to get the local news? And 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 uh, they didn't know where to turn. People didn't know where to turn. So Tim was able to bring it back first online and uh, continues the the big online presence, huge online presence, and the uh, the radio. And once the radio uh, went on the air, our online traffic shot way up. So uh, the the two go hand in hand. Yeah, it's a marvelous asset for the community. Uh, it certainly is. All right, well, Lane, uh, anything else you'd like to add? Um, well, I, I, I wouldn't be doing my job today if I didn't note that, uh, like every other large organization, like every other college and university across the country, Northern Essex is, of course, paying attention to uh, what's happening right now with the spread of the coronavirus. We are taking steps um, to help protect students, to help protect members of our community on campus and in events off campus. Uh, if you go to our webpage, uh, the very first thing you'll see is uh, some public notice about steps that we're taking. So any of our students, any of the students' families out there curious about you know how we're approaching this on campus, that resource is there. It's a fluid situation changing by the hour, uh, and we're staying on top of it as best we can. All right. Well, Elaine, thank you so much for uh, for sharing all the information. Looking forward to uh, seeing you guys move into the next building and, and uh, downtown, and probably by the time you come here next month, after you've sent a thousand people on their way, uh, maybe you'll have some uh, some news to uh, have on that. 
Sounds fantastic, Wynn. Thanks again for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Lane Glenn, president of Northern Essex Community College, our guest this morning here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV-FM. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave. W-A-V.